you tuned into the wacky skippy and dippy morning just kidding guys time to get pumped up we got bench press brad and caffeinated carly you tuned in to what's up What is going on, guys? You guys have tuned in to another exciting episode of What's Up. I'm John. And I'm Carly. Carly made us restart it so she could introduce herself. <laughs> I'm John, and this is Carly here. And uh, in today's episode of What's Up, we're going to be talking about sugar, uh, kind of our, our country's relationship or bad relationship with sugar, uh-huh. uh, as well as you re- recently, for another one of our, our sister sites, wrote a great blog post about some sugar alternatives or, or alternative sweeteners. Yeah, I was surprised to see how many we sold. I knew, obviously, we sold stevia, and um, it was really fun to do some more research on sugar alternatives and I I can actually take my own advice now because me along with I'm sure thousands and thousands of Americans have a really unhealthy relationship with sugar and a really big sweet tooth um, and we're going to tell you some tips and tricks on how to satisfy your sweet tooth in a more healthy way. You know, I think what I'm not sure if this is what kicked off your original idea for this blog post but I know you the other day had mentioned one of your kind of like nutrition apps had told you how much sugar you should be having and we were kind of shocked by how low that figure was as well as how much sugar is in a lot of foods that we don't necessarily think of as being sweet foods or unhealthy foods. It is crazy. The amount of sugar that you consume on a daily basis, you think nothing of it. I had Edwin, one of our store associates, he's going to school to be a nutritionist, or I think he actually is a nutritionist now. I had him look at my my fitness pal and kind of analyze it. And, you know, I was plugging in calories, just kind of counting my calories, eating simpler foods, um, limiting my sugary drinks, thinking like, hey, I'm not consuming that much sugar, so what's up? The first thing he noticed when he went into detail of, you know, of my report on my fitness pal was, why are you eating so much sugar? I am still eating too much sugar and i'm trying not to that tells you something how many uh, how many grams of sugar are you eating per day currently i'm trying to cut it out and i'm still eating about 35 40 grams a day and then i think that article or, or whatever that was that you saw the other day i think that said what 24 grams of sugar is, is kind of like the top end of what you want to be eating per yeah, day 24 to 25 for women and 36 for men men get a little bit of an advantage because they're bigger creatures <laughs> You know, you know what this kind of makes me think of? You know how sometimes you, uh, you know, maybe you're trying to eat healthy, you're dieting, and for whatever reason, maybe you go out to out to eat with a group of people, or you're on a road trip, and, and McDonald's is the place you're going to, and you're like, I'm going to get a salad, I'm going to try to be healthy, and then when you really break it down, you're actually a lot of times eating more fat and calories than a Big Mac with a salad dressing, even yep. though you think you're being healthy. And so, yeah, I think it's kind of eye-opening to hear about the huge amounts of sugar in, in some foods that we don't necessarily even think of being sugary foods. You will be shocked if you start looking at labels, and it's quite frustrating. So we're going to try to help ease some of your frustrations about sugar today. And you know, if I think a lot of people think they're pretty healthy but drink cola, which obviously has a lot of sugar, but... Uh, uh, and it, that's actually a great tip. I, I've cut out a lot of sugar just by switching over to sparkling water instead of uh, cola. Yeah, see, I do I do diet, which I know isn't good. <laughs> but at least it's not sugar. That's my mindset, which isn't a good mindset. We know, I've realized I don't even like soda. I think I just want something sparkly or something different than water. Yeah, and, true. And sparkling water kind of it itches that, uh, that craving for me. You know what I notice? A good tip to do that if you want to spice it up. I get, is Fresca good? My mom used to always drink Fresca. 
I think fresca soda. No, no, no. There's no sugar in it. But I don't know if it's diet or if there's like a more natural sugar. I think it's, it's like ginger ale, right? There's no sugar in it. That was like one of the things. But what we used to do, I'm sure it would be good with LaCroix too. We would put in Fresca, Fresca ice, and then a little dash, just a little dash of vanilla extract, and it really tasted like a dreamsicle. Really? That was my drink of choice for a long time. We knew, And I'm not sure what type of sweetener they use in, in Fresca, but there, there's, I guess in some ways, even though it's better than sugar, there's a lot of problems with... Uh, Digestion of it and the breakdown yeah, of it. Yeah, artificial sweeteners and artificial uh, sugars. Those have their own issues. You know what I thought might be kind of interesting, just to kind of open people's eyes up to how much sugar is in a lot of food. I saw an article on Healthline that talked about how much sugar is in a lot of foods that we don't really think of as being sugary. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the popular ones the are. The first one on the list is kind of one of my go-to quote-unquote healthy snacks. Oh, no. Uh, a lot of times when I'm at the grocery store, I might pick up a Yoplait yogurt. Yes. And I realize it's not as healthy as like a, a Greek yogurt, which my girlfriend buys for herself, but I figured probably better than eating a bowl of ice cream, right? Uh-huh. Not so much. Well, yogurt is healthy. Uh, even a low-fat yogurt, probably a Yoplait or kind of the leading brand, 45 grams of sugar, uh, which is what, twice your daily allotment in one yogurt. And that's on top of uh, all the other foods you're eating. How about this one? Do you, are you a fan of barbecue? Love barbecue. I had barbecue on my chicken last night. Barbecue sauce, two tablespoons of barbecue sauce, which I always think it's funny how they measure barbecue sauce and salad dressing. Like, does anybody actually use anything close to mm-hmm. the allotted amount? Absolutely I probably use 10 not. times as much. Yeah. Nine grams of sugar for two tablespoons. I would say I probably use closer to 10 tablespoons. Uh, number three, ketchup. Uh, they don't give a an, an amount of grams, but they say ketchup is loaded with sugar. Yeah. Uh, how about fruit juice? Cranberry juice. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of juices. As, you know, this article's kind of let me down. They're not actually, they're saying it's like loaded, but they're not actually giving us grams. figures. You know, my aunt's very health conscious. And one thing she got me doing at a young age was I'll never have like a straight glass of orange juice. I'll always cut it with some water. Yeah. Um, and I think that helps out a little bit. Hmm, that's a good tip. Uh, spaghetti sauce, another food that's loaded with sugars. Sports drinks. Uh, you know, it seems like most energy drinks have kind of gone zero calorie and artificial sweetener. Yeah. Uh, but Red Bull's got a ton of sugar, you know, Gatorade, a lot of those uh, those sport drinks. Chocolate milk, I think that's an obvious one. Uh, granola, I think granola is another one that uh, we kind of think of as being healthy, but is oftentimes loaded with sugar. This uh-huh. one's going to be your downfall, flavored mm-hmm. coffees. Don't. How many, uh, how many grams of sugar is in your Charlie drink? Well, it's not even good, but I think there's like 25 grams. So that's my that's my entire daily allotment. So that means I can't have any more sugar. Technically, I can't get, have any more carbs, which we'll get into. We'll get into, you know, how carbs turn to sugar and that's, that impacts your grams of sugar each day as well. But yeah, so... If you're an avid coffee drinker like myself and you go to Starbucks, oh my gosh, it is almost impossible to find a drink that's under 20 grams of sugar even. Well, like, I think even I think even just straight half, you know, even nothing sweetened, even just half and half, I think has a fair bit of It has like a gram or two. Yeah, this article says that in coffee house chains, a large flavored coffee or coffee drink oftentimes contains upwards of 45 grams of sugar. So again, mm-hmm. about twice your daily allotment. I think Jenny and I were looking at one of the Frappuccinos and I think it had 60 grams of sugar. Uh, another one they throw out is iced tea. I actually kind of like my iced tea with 
without being sweetened, but you know, I imagine an Arizona iced tea or something like that is packed. Here's one, protein bars. Typically think of protein bars as being for people who are kind of, of health conscious. Mm-hmm. Many contain around 20 grams of added sugar. And that's probably, I'm, I'm guessing that's like the, I'm a huge fan of them, but I'm guessing that's something like the Robert Irvine Fit Crunch Bar, something that's one of these glorified protein candy bars. But I, th- I think a lot of them do have quite a bit of sugar. How about, uh, you a fan of vitamin water? I get the zero. Do you? I, I used to love vitamin waters. A bottle of regular vitamin water typically contains around 100 calories. And guess how many grams of sugar? 25. 30. Pre-made soups, those are always high in sodium. I think that's what I think of when I think of pre-made soups, but those are also high in sugar. Breakfast cereals, cereal bars, canned fruit, I think that's probably an obvious one. Baked beans, which I guess is kind of like vitamin sauce. Vitamin sauce. (laughs) Spaghetti sauce. Vitamin sauce. And uh, (laughs) pre-made smoothies. Hmm. Many of them, many of these pre-made smoothies that you see like on the shelf at the grocery store, as Mm -hmm. much as 54 grams of sugar. Oh my God. Honestly, it's in everything. Okay, I want to move on to like talking about carbs and how you got to watch those too and how that factors into your daily allotment of sugar. But before we do that specifically, let's tell them about the food pyramid. The scam pyramid, the poison pyramid. (laughs) John opened my eyes the other day. I had completely forgotten about, you know, what I'd been taught in in grammar school about the food pyramid. Um, He brought it up and I was like, what? You know, just from working in here and learning about nutrition, you know in your right mind that you know what to eat and not to eat. John was like, have you ever looked at the food pyramid? I'm like, of course, you know, in grammar school, they taught you it. I looked at it again and my mind was blown. I felt like I was living in a parallel universe. We know it's kind of weird. It's like for me, it's not even that we know what to eat because from I think from a young age, we're kind of indoctrinated into a, a system of eating that's more about supporting the U.S. agriculture market than it is about eating healthy like the u.s is big on on what corns and grains and things like that and what's at the bottom of the food pyramid wow it's corns and grains which is the highest in calories and carbohydrates and sugar (laughs) like and and really we should be eating the most like vegetables fruits legumes and then followed by probably proteins and then probably carbs and things like that up a little bit uh a little bit higher on the list so yeah i think we're kind of taught from a young age a complete wrong way to eat you know it's kind of interesting i don't know if you've ever known anyone who's done like weight watchers or any of those diets where you're counting points or uh i I know with a lot of those programs you're able to eat unlimited amounts of vegetables and it doesn't count for any points and it's only the other food so i think that kind of shows that you know kind of veggies should probably be the basis of your diet rather than grains and corn yeah and we talked about this as well too it's kind of crazy if you watch some of these food documentaries it's kind of eye-opening but like 90% of the stuff in the grocery store is made with like corner sugar. Yeah. In um, college, I went to school in Iowa and obviously Iowa is the corn capital of the world. Um, I think it was, I don't remember what class, maybe sociology. I don't honestly remember, but we watched a movie called King Corn and I think it's on Netflix actually or Hulu. Um, basically documenting the corn industry and the agriculture industry in Iowa and how it works and literally how they put it in everything he was crazy. Like corns in dog food, a lot of our chips and snacks and things like that. Like you said, it's literally in everything. So why don't you tell these guys, because uh, that's kind of an interesting thing, how, how carbs convert into sugars. Um, and so things like pasta, which we don't think of being a, as sugary, how, how does that work 
you know, once you actually eat it. So your body metabolizes carbs and turns them into sugar. And you don't really think about, I mean, obviously that's another thing that you're, you're taught in your nutrition class in eighth grade, but when you're on your weight loss journey, I don't, you just don't think of, you just really don't think about it. And everything pretty much is carbs too, unless you're eating straight up protein or whatever. Like everything has carbs and everything has sugar basically. So when I'm talking about carbs, contributing also to your daily allotment of sugar if you have 36 grams of carbs a good percent of that is going to break down to sugar i don't know the percentage but nor, nor do i <laughs> um so kind of kind of got a brain fart going on here so uh i i was kind of uh, playing joe rogan's jamie and doing some googling here um so i was looking into ways to stop eating a lot of sugar but is there anything else to say about uh how carbs break down or no <laughs> i don't know we need to get edwin in here for this section yeah, seriously if you guys want to hear i think it would be a really great idea to interview edwin on the Ed- podcast i would say edwin is personal training royalty oh my god fitness royalty <laughs> But he, uh, no, he's really smart. We'll get him in here to do the math on if you eat 35 grams of carbs, how much of that is sugar? Because he did it for me yesterday on my fitness pal. But at the end of the day, you just got to watch your carbs too, because that equals sugar. That's the extent of my knowledge on that. I don't know the math and the breakdown. We'll get Edwin in here for that another episode um, and talk about nutrition more specifically from the perspective of a nutritionist and uh before we get into talking about some of these kind of alternative or alternate sweeteners to sugar uh, i saw healthline which we kind of referenced for the high sugar foods also had some tips on how to cut down on your sugars uh number one they have cut back on sugar filled drinks i think that's an easy one right it's it's kind of hard to make sacrifices when it comes to food, but you know, drink some lemon water or sparkling water instead of a vitamin water, an energy drink, a uh, pre-made smoothie. I feel like for a majority of people, cutting out that one thing can make a huge difference. We always hear people say, you know, they people cut soda out of their diet and like instantly lose ten pounds. Yeah, it's just that that's such a easy and also kind of stupid way to get so many calories and and so much sugar. Yeah. Uh, avoid sugar-loaded desserts. No surprise there. Nope. Number three, avoid sauces with lots of sugar. I think that's a big one. You know, like we said with dressing or barbecue sauce, it's amazing. You know, sauces are delicious, but it's amazing how much bad nutrition you can pack into a, a tiny bit of sauce. So uh, maybe using like herbs and seasonings in place of, of sauces to season your food. Uh, I think that's a great one. Number four, eat full fat foods because if you're more satiated, you're less likely to, to kind of keep eating junk. Mm-hmm. Eat whole foods. Have you heard of the whole food diet or the whole 30? I have. My dad did it for a while and it did, worked for him. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Is he still on it? No, I think last winter he did it and he lost quite a bit of weight. I think 25 pounds. You know, there's a big, uh, I know somebody put out a, a whole 30 or a whole food book and I know there's a, like a subreddit about it as well. Uh, but kind of the idea there is, is really you're just you're not eating anything processed or pre-made. It's, it's like it sounds. It's all whole food. So that's meats, vegetables, fruits. And uh, I've been wanting to try that. I think since last year when we did our weight loss goal, I've been wanting to, to try that one out. It, it seems easy, right? It seems like less figuring out what I need to eat and just is this a real food or is this processed junk? Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably a great way to lose weight and get healthier uh, and cut out sugar without having to really think about it. Canned foods obviously have a lot of sugar, quote unquote, healthy processed snack foods. Do you ever eat like vegan stuff? No, I don't seek it out, but I'm sure some stuff I eat is vegan friendly. <laughs> you know, Joe Rogan had the 
the founder or CEO of, of Whole Foods on his show. Uh-huh. And he was talking about how, you know, you hear the word vegan. And at least in my mind, it kind of jumps to like, wow, that's a health nut or a healthy person. Yeah. And I just think of, a, of a, like a skinny person from Colorado who's like hiking. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about like a, a good percentage of the vegans out there eat mainly like vegan junk food, basically. And a lot of the, the foods on the market, you know, just because it's got the word vegan on it doesn't mean it's it's healthy for you. It just means there's not what meat or animal products in there. Yeah. And then lastly, I guess her tip was, you know, read labels. Just uh, be conscious of what you are eating because it, it is so easy to eat something and not even realize how much uh, how much sugar you're getting. I would just, yeah, I would encourage to read labels on things that you don't typically read labels. Because, I mean, for like, if you're going to eat something you know is unhealthy, usually you're like, okay, what's the damage? And you look and you see it's 500 calories. But like you said, on salad dressings, on things like that, things that you wouldn't normally even look at, check it out and you'd be surprised and you can cut it out or find an alternative. Make your own sauces or baked goods that you know are whole because... You're using sugar substitutes, and that's what we're going to talk about, the sugar substitutes that you can use um, and ones that we actually sell here at Best Price Nutrition that you can get your hands on. Um, we'll even go into depth about the the baking conversions as well. So you can listen to this and take little notes and do your own baking and substitute it for sugar. You know what? I uh, I guess yeah, you, you can kind of lead us off with talking about some of these sugar alternatives. I know a couple people, you know, friends or whoever else who – are uh, are diabetics and i know around every one of their houses i see agave syrup yes i think i did a little bit of research on it it's non-glycemic uh so it's not going to raise your blood sugar so that's a popular one and j- just something i noticed from writing a lot of descriptions and things like that i see monk fruit monk fruit seems yep. to be a popular kind of natural sweetener but why, why don't you tell us about what uh what your blog post was about and what some of these i know you were surprised by how many sugar alternatives we sell yes and i've seen there's a ton of them on the site and Brad was telling me he's actually used some of these to bake and substitute and said um, they turn out great. So I'm I'm inspired to try some now. Um, so the blog post was titled The Six Best Sugar Alternatives for Baking and Cooking. So um, on the list we have erythritol, which is actually a sugar alcohol, um, but it contains hardly any calories at all. It actually contains just um, 6% of the regular calories of sugar, um, and it tastes pretty similar to sugar. Um, it, it doesn't raise your blood sugar, your insulin, cholesterol, triglycerides, anything like that. So, you know, things that you'll get blood work for and you see a high glucose level, like those, those will stay low if you substitute with erythritol. And then we do sell that. Um, the baking conversion rate for erythritol, <laughs> erythritol is one-to-one. Um, so if in your recipe you see it calls for one cup of sugar, you can just go ahead and replace it with one cup of erythritol and call it good. Um, we also have xylitol, which is in the same family as erythritol. It's also a sugar alcohol, um, and it's extracted often from corn or birchwood, and it's found naturally already in fruits and veggies. So you know it's good, right? If it's already in natural whole things. Um, xylitol is um, a little bit higher in calories. It contains 40% less than sugar. The main benefit, I think, of xylitol as opposed to erythritol is it contains absolutely no fructose. And that's the main ingredient in sugar that causes a lot of problems and causes, you know, health issues, ultimately. Xylitol also doesn't raise your blood sugar and insulin levels um, and actually has several benefits, um, including dental and bone health, which is, that shocked me when I was doing my research. If you do choose to go with xylitol out of these, 
keep it away from your pets it's obviously safe for human consumption but it's very poisonous to your little furry friends so keep it away and uh how about i noticed we have a ton of stevia products on the site oh my gosh tons i did not know that we had so many Oh, wait, I didn't say the baking ratio for xylitol. That's also one-to-one, so. And I, I know stevia has become hugely popular in recent years. Um, and recently, I don't, know if it was, I don't know what was going on during the uh, kind of the, the height of the pandemic, but uh, we were out of stock of a lot of the stevia products. So how does stevia stack up against erythritol and xylitol? Okay, so baking-wise, it's a little bit trickier, I guess, to bake with it, and the taste is a little bit different. So, still a great option. Some people might even prefer it. I don't know, because I haven't tried the other two in baking, so I have tried stevia, though. I will say that it does have a different taste than sugar. Not bad, not good, just a little bit different. The conversion rate's kind of weird, so... Uh, We have stevia powder as well as stevia liquid. If you use the packets or the powders, the ratio is actually 8 to 1. We know stevia is actually anywhere from 30 to 150 times as sweet as sugar, which is pretty crazy. It's crazy. It's way sweeter. So then if you have uh, the conversions I had on here, if you have one teaspoon of sugar, it'll be an eighth teaspoon of stevia powder. And then if you're doing the liquid drops or just like liquid um if you have one tablespoon of sugar that the recipe calls for you'll use 15 drops of the liquid but it, it, i feel like it has more health benefits than xylitol or erythritol do well, we and here's something different i was just playing jamie over here again uh they say xylitol doesn't taste different than sugar but is about five percent less sweet which mm-hmm. i don't think is a, a big deal no stevia on the other hand has a licorice aftertaste i think that's what you're you're kind of referring to with people yeah. who love it or hate it and uh okay yes yeah, so i guess that's what they're saying so Stevia is substantially sweeter than sugar, but it, it, it doesn't taste exactly the same as sugar. Yeah. Another option. Now we're going to get into a little bit of, there's still substitutes, they're still better, but they are still kind of high in sugary content. What's that, like sucralose? <laughs> no, 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 no. My next one was going to be Manuka honey. Okay. So way more health benefits than, than straight up sugar. Still high in sugar. So it kind of just depends on like what you're looking for if you're trying to completely cold turkey cut it out or just kind of maximize the well, benefits. Here, here's another benefit to honey. Do you have allergies? Yes. Did you know if you buy local honey, it's actually really good for your allergies? Oh, really? It's almost like, I don't know if this is a great analogy, it's it's almost like a vaccine for allergies. Basically, you're getting a lot of the pollens and, and things from your, your local area. And it, it's supposed to be, you know, if you eat local honey and you, you're somebody who suffers from seasonal allergies, it's supposed to really, really help out with seasonal allergies. That's cool. That's really good. Yeah. So Manuka honey. Oh, you know what? Manuka honey is an actual very specific type of honey. Yes. It's, uh, I want to say from New Zealand. There's a lot of antioxidants in this pack of vitamins and minerals. I do know that. Which it's supposed to have like a lot of healing properties. I forget what it is that, that makes Manuka honey so unique. I want to say it's really good for gut health as well. It actually helps to decrease glucose levels, not just keep them the same. They actually help to decrease glucose levels um, and reduce hyperglycemia it also helps with inflammation okay so i just found what's so special about manuka honey manuka isn't a raw honey but it's a specialized honey it's antibacterial and bacterial resistant this means that bacteria shouldn't be able to build up a tolerance to its antibacterial effects manuka honey is said to be effective for treating everything from a sore throat to clearing up 
blemishes on your skin. So higher in sugar than the other three, but lots of uh, lots of healing properties over here. Well, what else you got for us as far as some other alternatives? All right, the next two I have on here, I have maple syrup. Um, and you're talking about real maple syrup, not real not, raw, uh, like corn syrup, sugar juice, like most of the store bought no. syrups. No. No. Maple syrup at its purest level has a lot of health benefits. It's high in calcium, zinc, potassium, and iron. Um, It also contains more antioxidants even than Manuka honey does. And that was shocking to me. It also helps to lower plasma glucose levels over a period of time and will treat high cholesterol levels. Oh, wait. I didn't do the conversions again, Oh, man. Okay. For Manuka honey conversion rate... Use three-fourths cup to replace one cup of sugar. Um, Yeah, okay. And then maple syrup's conversion is also the same as Manuka honey's. Use three-fourths cup for every one cup of sugar. The last one here on our list, yacón. I think it's yacón because it's from South America. And there's a little accent on the O. So yacón. Yep. Yacón syrup is made from the yacón plant native to South America. It is really, it kind of resembles molasses a little bit. Okay. It has 1.3 calories per gram, and I think that's one-third calories of regular sugar. Um, this one, this is what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking of manuka honey. Yakon is good for your um, gut. And what is what is yakon again? It's, it's it's not a honey. It's a no. It's a it's a it's from a yakon plant. Okay. Yeah. It also helps to reduce your glycemic index, help you with um, weight loss, and this was interesting. Helps to re- reduce um, the risk of colon cancer. Really? I don't know why specifically colon cancer. The yacon is a species of perennial daisies mm. that are grown in Colombia. So interesting. Yeah. Oh, anyway, it's actually the roots. the The roots are what what, what kind of provide the sweetness. Interesting. Does it say anything about why it reduces the risk of colon cancer? It does not. Oh, it also includes, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, fructoligosaccharides. Oh, fructoligosaccharides, yeah. <laughs> they help you feel fuller faster. Okay, so that's unlike, a plus. That is a huge plus because sugar and carbs do the opposite. Right. But yeah, it also has a little disclaimer when you're uh, looking it up. It says, don't eat it in excess because it could cause gas and some digestive discomfort. So, and then that conversion, if you want to cook with that or bake with that, it is two-thirds of a cup of yacon syrup for every one cup of sugar. Now, um, is it the last of the substitutes? That is on the list. I mean, there's plenty more. What was the one that I didn't include on this list, but we sell it? Beet? Oh, beet, beetroot sugar, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, beet sugar, beetroot sugar. Have you? You know what? I, I was As you were talking, I was trying to research that one a bit. I thought it said that it's contains sucralose or it is sucralose which is fake sugar beetroot sugar let's see how much healthier it actually is beetroot sugar a sugar beet see i'm not sure if google's even pulling the correct results a sugar beet is a plant whose roots contain a high concentration of sucralose which is grown commercially for sugar production hmm. we'll have to ask edwin about that one yeah so uh, what are you trying to get your your sugar levels down to now that you're uh, more aware and more conscious of that uh, i'm trying to be practical here so i don't fall off the bandwagon I'm going to say I'm going to really try to shoot for 30 grams a day. I know it says 25. I'm going to try to shoot for 30. You going to cut out those coffee drinks like you know, uh, like Healthline suggested? I have been. That was one of my New Year's resolutions. So hopefully uh, one thing informs the other here. Um, I haven't gone to Starbucks in the new year. Woo-hoo. You've been making your coffee at home, right? I've been making my coffee at home. Great using, for money saving and your health. Yep. Using my... Um, 
I just put a little bit of like half and half in there. Get a really good flavored coffee. I just use like Starbucks blend. And then throw in a little dash of, you guessed it, Manuka honey. And that's what I've been drinking. Really? That's my co- yep, that's my coffee. Yes, I've been doing uh, pour over coffee in the new year. I, I got two pour over coffee makers for, for Christmas. I have to try that. Although you know, I'm bad. I still get my my Dunkin' Donuts on my way in here. And you get one on lunch too. And I get one on. And I get McDonald's coffee on lunch. You know, I might get a Starbucks on lunch and break the uh Ooh. the new just because it's Friday. But treat yourself. What's your uh, sugar goal? Do you feel like you struggle with it? I definitely. I never knew I had such a sweet tooth, and now everyone in my life's been like, "You are a sugar addict." You know, I don't feel like I have a sweet... T- I'm kind of more into salty snacks, like peanuts and stuff, than I am sweet stuff. That's what I thought I was... I thought... I, I probably me. do eat a lot more sugar than I realize. You know what? My, uh, my... We'll see in a second here. When I think I'm being healthy and like, oh, I'd really like a Twinkie or something, I wind up getting myself a Yoohoo drink. It's like the sweet tooth solution for 95-year-old men or something like a that. A Yoohoo When's the last time you had a Yoohoo? <laughs> but uh, I feel like that's... Oh, my gosh. You have one of those? We, that's what I'll get like in place of getting ice cream or a, a sweet treat. 47 <laughs> grams of sugar. So, you know, I guess it just kind of shows you you think you're being healthier and you're really not. A single Twinkie cake has 18 grams of sugar. So I could have two Twinkies, which would put me at... Would that be 34 grams of sugar? I could have two Twinkies, and I would still be well under the sugar that's in a Yoohoo. Oh, my gosh. So it goes to show why you need to be conscious of this stuff, because I think I'm being healthy. And in reality, I'd probably rather just have two Twinkies. That's crazy. That's I've never even heard of that drink until now. You know what, though? I've never heard of Yoohoo. I've never heard of Yoohoo. You know, it looks it looks familiar. Like, that. I've seen that, but I've never heard you're, anybody say, I'm going to drink that. You're a country music fan. Yeah. I think it's, if it's not Billy Carrington, it's uh, <laughs> Kenny Chesney has a song about bottles of Yoohoo rolling on the floor of his truck. Can you, can you sing it? Bottle of Yoohoo on the floor of my truck. No, I don't remember. <laughs> Okay. Um, I bet you could find an alternative recipe for that. For you? I bet you could. And then just substitute one of the sugar substitutes as whatever is sugary in there. I don't think I don't think there's anything artificial that Yoohoo's not even like a chocolate milk. They call it a chocolate drink. What is it though? It's basically like water and sugar and chocolate flavoring. You could definitely do that. But instead of sugar, just put xylitol. You ever heard the Kenny Chesney song Summertime? Yeah. Um, cheap shades and a tattoo and a Yoohoo <gasps> bottle on the floorboard. Oh, see, I never knew that's what the heck he was talking about. I thought he was just saying Yoohoo, Yoo-hoo. like I'm having a blast. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna bring you a Yoohoo in on Monday. Fine, I'll try a sip, but not for 47 or whatever you said. Grab the sugar. That's crazy. I can get a frappuccino. So uh, what, what else you got, Carly? You got anything else? We're we gonna wrap this one up. Um, just a little update or reminder, I guess. We have our guest coming on. When's he coming on? When's he coming on? <laughs> Carly's checking her calendar. Hey, Carly, when's he coming on? <laughs> the episode should be out by the 18th. Okay. Who is it? I can't tell you. Should we give them another clue, though? What clue did we give before? Um, we gave them celebrity personal trainer. You may know this gentleman through the people he trains. <laughs> You may listen to their music, or you may have seen them on reality TV. Their names may rhyme with... No, we won't. <laughs> we got a special guest coming, though. Yeah, we're excited. And you've been uh, you've been working hard on, on trying to line up some other uh, kind of interesting guests that we're, we're still waiting to hear back on, but you've reached out to a number of, of interesting people. So, And maybe we'll get my buddy Yala Poppy on. Have, do you know Yala Poppy? Yeah, okay. 
Let's here. We'll plug it here. You'll give him a timestamp and you'll send it to him. Yala Poppy, you're very well liked on this podcast. John has mentioned you umpteen times. It's time to get you on the pod. Come on, we'll talk to you on the podcast. But uh, yeah, you yeah, know that we're in the uh, the new year and we're we're kind of revitalizing or getting back into uh, doing a podcast more consistently. We're uh, we're definitely going to be trying to line up some uh, some other people from some different perspectives and just to get some some interesting people on here. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like 2021 is going to be a really good year for the pod. I think 2021 is going to be really... Oh, for the pod, okay. For the pod. Not, not in general. Okay. <laughs> you think 2021 is going to be terrible in general? They just announced another 150 days of lockdowns right before we started this episode. I was just talking to my talking to my girlfriend the other day. They were talking about, like, let's get out let's get out of the house and do something. There's nothing to do. Yeah, John asks us every Friday, so uh, what do you guys have any big weekend plans? And he's so serious, too. He's so serious. And we're like, what do you, no, no, <laughs> sitting on the couch is about the extent, maybe going for a walk, uh, but probably not going for a walk. Okay, that's all I got for today. Great. So glad we're ending on a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said 20 days or 200 days? 150 days. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we um, we'll call it an episode then. If you have nothing else to say, I, I got nothing else. You have to update us on your uh, your progress with the uh, the cutting out sugar next week. Let, let let us know where you're at. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, keep you updated. I'll make the podcast keep me accountable. Um. So yeah, guys, go for a walk. Happy Friday. Get out of your house and get some fresh air, even though it's Antarctica outside. Julbert. <laughs> Bye, guys.